Struggle saying it, Jagagus, Jagazus, Jagazus. It always, always makes my, I always get tongue twisted trying to say that. I, always, I can barely do it quick. Like if I'm trying to do a video or something, and I'm trying to throw my name out there real fast, I struggle. So okay, I don't. So, so what? You. So when did you start the whole Jesus look? Well, well, I was born this way. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I started doing the whole TikTok character in November, basically, because it was a Halloween costume. So I did one video on Halloween, and it just kind of uh, became a whole thing, a whole platform from there. Oh, and I liked it. I I, I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. (laughs) My question... Yeah, My, this is this is gonna be this is gonna be like an interview. I'm just pounding these questions out to you, but interview away. <laughs> but I was curious, like, um, uh, what is your belief system or lack of belief so, system? Yeah, so I mean, here's the thing. So on my show, or on my show, my whole show, on my channel, I try to like stay away from my belief system. Um, but I mean, I feel more comfortable with you, so it's okay. So I'm an atheist. Okay. Um, okay. But I was born into the church. I was raised Southern Baptist and moved later on as non-denominational. And through a series of events, uh, just kind of fell away from it slowly. Oh, since you're Southern Baptist, that means you're originally from the South. I'm not, actually. No, but my (laughs) grandparents are. My grandparents moved here from Oklahoma. Oh, there's okay. like a whole migration of people from Oklahoma and during the Dust Bowl. So they just kind of like set up new little southern enclaves throughout California. Okay. Was um was they really was it really um we all, was your family really knee deep in the church or were like casual goers? Um so I I don't think my extended family was. If anything they've become more religious over the past years as things have become more crazy in the world uh but my mother was i think she was like the black sheep in the family because she was so church dedicated and uh, i think uh that just kind of got passed on my dad was previously like jewish but atheist at the same time he was just raised in the culture and he converted to baptist for my mom so it was was half and half half really dedicated half kind of laissez-faire okay so you know you have no um you know no real religious trauma yeah oh there's plenty of religious trauma Uh, i mean you just have to walk into a baptist church and you'll just be like (laughs) (laughs) you walk out with the trauma (laughs) yeah true Um, true especially like as you know as a gay male that just comes from if it doesn't come from your family it'll come from the church for sure oh yeah yeah Yeah. well i mean i can't say for sure there's some affirming churches out there but not the Baptist ones. <laughs> yeah, but they, it's kind of funny because it's mm. like, yeah, but they, they be, it's like a almost sometimes it comes off backhanded. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Because because we love treat, you despite your problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they right. treat they treat it as if it's some type of I, I'm, I look at it like that's what they don't get. It's not a sin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like we don't. I fight with people in my comments all the time over that issue um, just because the backhanded comment, like you were saying, because they'll come in and be like, oh, my God, I have so much love for you, even though you're choosing to live in sin. I'm like, see, right right there, right there, right there. How about we uh, don't and let's break down what is a sin? I saw um, somebody post a TikTok with a What's that? No, I think no, what's that chick? She's on the, some scandal brook something. Some workout videos. Scandal. But, re- <laughs> but regardless, she made a video. <laughs> she made a little post on Instagram. I had a little nut uh, cut out sheet of paper. It says, Dear Lil Nas, God still loves you, or something like that. And I said, like, see, that's backhanded. Mm-hmm. That's not a night you you think you're doing because you're saying you're terrible. You're you're, you're yep. destroyed. But but don't worry, don't worry. He still loves you, even though you're terrible. You're doing the worst things, and he still loves you, even though you're doing all the hair flips. 
and the dancing and shaking of the booty. So you you're living on the edge there. Uh atheist too? Oh man. Yeah. You came I like to... to keep it off my channel just because uh it'll give people reasons to come at me, but I don't like acting like I'm in the closet about it either at the same yeah. time. That's kind of that's kind of how I am about it. Like I just recently put it in my bio, but I I typically mm. don't use it as much because it's that like as soon as they see the word they already they shut down a, yeah instantly like, mm. yep. like, anything you well, say you is know. wrong from that point on and anything that you say to challenge them is not seen as a challenge or a discussion it's now an attack yeah, and like so right now yeah right now my comic set comment sections on one of my videos they're just going back and forth i just kind of <laughs> i just kind of set the fire and i just step back right <laughs> I need to get but, better at that. I always feel like I'm obligated to jump in because I feel, I don't know, like it's my page. Yeah, I'll I'll pop in every now and then with like a word like "wow." Yeah, <laughs> like I don't really, I'm not really good into, point, Susan. <laughs> I'm really not. I'm really not. I'm not really interested in arguing with people. Sure, and like you know, getting back and forth and into the nitty gritty, and mm -hmm. I just try to keep it casual you know casual disagreement so you know i feel it i feel it just but, let it slowly roll and build into bigger questions so i gotta ask mm -hmm. did you come out are you out to your family as atheist as well um yeah i mean i don't not necessarily with like my extended family because i don't okay. think we talk about religion that's not true so uh, not this Easter, because that just happened, but, like, the Easter before that, we got into a discussion about it, and it ended up in my uncle leaving, because he was so upset by my atheism. Um, and it was just the simple denial of just, like, I, they were trying to love bomb me with, we're just trying to save you, we want to just make sure that you're not going to die, and have an eternal punishment, and blah, 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 and I was like, see, but I don't care. I don't oh. like you're not threatening with eternal punishment isn't doing anything for me because I don't hey, believe hey, it. And then we hey, start getting hey. into all of that. Let me let you know. Um you may not you need to be concerned because um doomsday is coming. <gasps> Why didn't coming. anyone tell me that? <laughs> but uh, I had the, uh, I had the um I had the same same thing as well with uh my in-law had asked me the other morning. She, <laughs> it was so funny. She asked me, and it was like a long pause. She said, do you know you're going after you die? You believe in Jesus? And I just kind of stared at her. And I know she knows, mm -hmm. but I could see the look in her eye like, you won't mean a lot to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so I just said, so I, so I just said, yeah. <laughs> and I just You know what you could say? I don't know what denomination she's in, but there's plenty of denominations of Southern the church Baptist. that Southern Baptist as well. Okay. So Southern <laughs> Baptist, I'm 90% sure once baptized, always baptized is their doctrine of faith. So if you were at any point baptized in the church, which I think I listened to an episode where you were, then you yeah. are eternally saved. You can do no wrong as long as you still have that, uh, that one oh. time, that one dip. So she's just telling that, like, I'm guaranteed heaven because of that one time. Doesn't matter where I'm at now. Yeah, I don't even like. I'm not even concerned about it as much. They'd be so pressed about it. I'm like, I, I just oh, don't. Yeah, you're, you're not. You're not scared of night. No, I'm just. Like, yeah. And that's the sad thing is so much time is lost in like this eternal obsession about forever. That, like, who knows what else they could be doing with that thought power? You know, there could well, be cancer discoveries happening i i'm not sure but you know you know what my point is too much focus all, on something that's inconsequential all the things that they pray for could be done exactly <laughs> but they don't they don't want to do it like all yes. they just accept stem cells <laughs> <laughs> that's a miracle by itself the fact that yeah they accepted it that's 
Oh, if they did, you said. No, I thought you said they, they just did. No, uh, no, no, no. I mean, if they didn't accept it as that when you if you start talking about using stem cells or getting extra creative with helping people out, they'd be mm. like, no, 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 no. That's 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 demon stuff, and that's demonic. And I'm thinking like, so like y'all whole ideas behind this guy who can heal somebody who's right. blind, and then somebody show right. up with a. a we can make we can replace your limbs. There's so much. There's so many things we can do. And this is the thing to me. That's not even sound theology. Like the fact that because I mean it's obviously them listening to a certain person's viewpoint and making it a political move, and that's where it's coming from. But like if you even just get into like the theology of it, uh, like it specifically says in the Bible that God put every animal and plant here to be able to like heal all wounds and do anything that we need it's found in nature so this is just another extension of that stem cells are maybe put here by god to go ahead and fix things so how about you accept it from that viewpoint true you know like maybe this is a tool that he built into our bodies to be able to help ourselves maybe this is a gift from god I, I they just gotta change you. the view <laughs> i hear you and all that makes sense but to them well you, yeah because they're not listening you, to like any kind of logic they're just listening to you know i don't know billy bush so, telling them to go get mad about something which was uh which was tougher to come out as um definitely probably gay definitely probably yeah. <laughs> you know like that 100 or 25 percent um, okay, so you. For your, I was kind of forced you're, out, so like you a millennial. You're I am a millennial. Or? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm, yeah, I'm a middle millennial, thirty. Oh, you. Oh, oh, you wanted the young people. The I'm young, the young people. I'm in. I'm the. I'm a millennial, but I'm headed towards the the thirty five. I was gonna say. Well, see, so we're in the same group. Once yeah. you hit so like you, twenty, it's all just like you know, one generation or the other. We don't do numbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, you're around. You so you're you're from that hyper masculine era. Was it? <laughs> oh, are you being sarcastic? Or was no, it really hyper masculine? No, I'm talking about the the era of the '90s. Was like like, like I guess every, it was. It was really hyper masculine right. because yeah. Um, I am not gay, but I do have two coming out stories. Okay. <laughs> the, the the first one was one day, one night I was just sitting in the living room and my grandma just turned to me and said, hey, are you gay? <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, no, why would you think that? And sure. then, but it turns out like, like, I think like a couple weeks prior, I had a friend over and we wow. was playing, we was playing Tekken. And it's a character named Eddie that's really tough to beat, and we hate that you pick it. So we said, you know what? We're gonna do a blind pick, and we're gonna. Mm-hmm. So we put our heads under the sheet of the cover and just start picking characters. Oh, and, okay. And then, and then when I came, when I pulled the sheet off, my grandma <laughs> walked right by my room, and in yeah. that moment in time, I didn't notice. That's why she was looking. She had this look on her face, like, "What are you doing in there?" Sure. So it, so it turns out she thought. She thought I was gay then. See, I was sitting here and I was like imagining Tekken. I was like, because they're shirtless guys. Did you pick the girl? <laughs> I was like <laughs> trying to run over all these scenarios in my head. But no, that that is a little um, a little suspect. Yeah. And I, I played <laughs> I played with dolls as a kid because I hung sure. out with my sister, a sister a lot. And so the second time, the second time, <laughs> my second come out story was I just got stationed in Spain and, hmm. I, and I called home to talk to my mom. I said, yeah, mom, man, man, it's going great. Oh, I just, oh, I just met this one guy. He's real cool and stuff like that. You know, he's, he's mm. showing me around. The next thing she said, are, are you coming out to me? <laughs> I said, I'm just calling to tell you I made a friend. <laughs> I like that they're excited about it almost though. It seems like they, they're waiting. They want it to happen. Still. <laughs> yeah. Which is which is which is um like my um because I come from a little small rural town. It mm-hmm. was probably one. I don't want to just judge off a stereotype and say right. he was, but I see him now. So sure, 
it was one person, one dude that was gay. And that was it. That's the worst. Little, little I know. I, feel I was definitely, I when I came out, I was the only... Mm, that's not true. So I was, I was one of two. I was one of two gay people at my school. And oh. you just become like the prime target. Everyone knows your name. Everyone knows what you're doing at all times. Because yeah. it's just the gay kid. <laughs> I, re- I remember that. And I'll be thinking about I'll be thinking about it sometimes. Oh man, I feel bad. <laughs> not not because just because uh when when you're when you're growing up in that era yeah. and you're trying to figure out who you are at the same time, it's like the hyper masculine we- era. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was always weird because like they would use gay as the deterrent for everything. Like, if, yeah. oh, I'm not good. I'm not good oh, at sports. You must be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't good at sports. I wasn't good at sports, so I was apparently gay. I I did my mm-hmm. homework. I didn't get in trouble. So I, I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't wanna understand how any of this. <laughs> but I but but as I'm old, I'm like, I'm like, eh, what does yeah. it matter? Right. What is it? What What does it really matter? Especially when you you um um. There it goes. It's gone. <laughs> well, here's the weird thing. So, like, when I started doing my TikToks, um, like, I've been gay for a while, right? But as an adult, it's one of those things, like you said, it doesn't matter. And it's not something that you think about. So it's not something I consider. Like, I'm not walking around all day like, hey, I'm gay. Hi, I'm gay. Oh, I'm gay today. Um, so it's not something that's at the forefront of my brain. And then so when I'm on TikTok and I have all these teenagers coming at me with homophobic slurs or this and that is wrong or why do gay people always have to ruin everything, what whatever it is, then I remember what it was like to be in high school. And I realize it is a very childish thing. And once you get to a certain point, like you really don't care about other people's lives. It doesn't bother yeah. you. But that's where I get more confused about christians who make it their entire career to try to take certain rights away from people and i'm like how did you not hit that like i'm 25 i don't care what you do with your life stage like where did that disconnect come in um it's a it's a it's a new breed of people and we're in small pockets and now we just all i think now that we're i think because we are the minority Mm mm-hmm we just and we finally in the last what few years been able to realize holy smoly the whole gang of other people don't believe <laughs> either yes and we're all just and in different especially like different sexualities you realize oh man it's a whole bunch of people then you just start coming up together like i mm-hmm. tell people like people always talk about atlanta uh, every time somebody brings up atlanta me like yeah you know there's a lot of it's a lot of gay people there. I said, like wait and they think know, that sounds and, like a dream but they try to use it as some type of deterrent for Atlanta and they try to make it as an example that see they're trying to turn everybody gay I said like I don't think y'all understand how big of a majority you are Mm -hmm. the only reason you notice that because they that's most of them (laughs) yeah you have the entire population right here no and that's funny off topic but kind of on topic story the only male strip club at least this is like five years ago the only male strip club that's full-time operational as a male strip club is in atlanta not reviews we're not talking reviews like thunder down under but like actual strip club bar full-on nudity so if anyone's you know looking for a good time (laughs) it's called swinging richards there's I, i know um i was outside of houston i don't think it's full nude it's called La Bear. I saw yeah. real quick. That one's like a What's chain, it? actually. They have a few of those. It's called La Bear, that male script club. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's called it's I, called La Bear. Um, I've I've seen a I think I've seen a documentary on that one too. I think there's there's different um there's a qualification. I think it's the full nude qualification that makes it mm. unique. But it's been it's mm. been a, a dream of mine. <laughs> I to go I am the, check it out. I am the most it, no matter what type of script club it is, I am the most uncomfortable. Really? I am unco- uh, uncomfortable. I was in one script oh, club. I'm the opposite. I, I, I made the lady sit in the chair next to me. I said, mm, you're not sitting on my lap. <laughs> you they probably right like there. that though. Well, as long as you tip her still. 
Well, she we, she was just eating chicken next to me and there having a conversation. See, and conversations she, and nice. And then I found out a lot about her. She was yeah. like, she was fresh out of high school. She wanted to be an art architect or something like that. I don't know what happened to her after that, but I, last time I saw her, she was she was pregnant with and oh. with, with, with had a, had somebody. So it looks like she was on the up and up. Okay. I'm like, See, okay. I love like I the only time I have gender envy. Okay, not the only time, but a lot of my gender envy comes from the fact that if I were a woman, I would be a stripper. Like I hold them as the highest pinnacle of our society. I love them so much. Like I will go to strip clubs just to like hang out. And for some reason, well, not for some reason, it's pretty obvious why, but women love gay men in the strip club because they're non-threatening and they know that they can like let their guard down and either have fun while dancing or just have a good conversation like you did. Oh and yeah, because like, we're oh yeah, because us right want to hug you, and they're like, "Come in, you don't have to tip me, just hang because, out." Because our because us um, straight dudes are terrible. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for admitting <laughs> that. <laughs> we're, like we're we're um, I was at the, I was at the gym, and I said like, ah, it's like because this is like, and this this is just I think it's cross, especially this was I don't think with men. I don't understand about women and it's like mm. it's one day i was out on the balcony and it was like midnight and i watched this lady walk to a car it already sounds creepy <laughs> <laughs> okay cool it's dark you're in a parking lot and you're watching her yeah that sounds okay go on but I, but i was on the i was on the third floor and she was just walking out to a car and i just happened to be out there and boy was she walking fast she was walking mm. fast her head was just looking back and forth back and forth sure. she heard of got in a car and got out of there not even two minutes later a dude came pulling in the parking lot and he just got out of his car and just casually scrolled around no care in the world mm -hmm. and I, was, I said look at that not a care and if there Sums is a up. care but if there is a care it's always we're scared of dudes as well exactly but we're not i'm not constantly thinking about anybody just gonna nobody like i'm like six foot i'm pretty large nobody's okay. thinking about scooping me up <laughs> and, and i'm not. thinking about it right now Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> uh no i was gonna point out the exact same thing is like whenever women are talking about those kinds of stories i find it weird to be dismissive of it or like some certain straight guys are and i'm like literally think about it like if you're in a random neighborhood i would be terrified as a male i am terrified to walk alone at night because i feel like i'm gonna get hate crimes and i know the gay thing adds a little bit more perspective onto it but I feel like yeah. every guy in an unfamiliar area when they're alone feels that fear. But it's, again, always from other men. There's never a guy who's just walking about and like, oh, my God, what if a girl comes up and attacks me right now? Like, it's like, not a thought it, you have. I, I always if if the news came out and said um, there is a roving pack of women kidnapping men in alleyways and having their way with me. You know how many dudes are just, I guess I'll take this dark alley home. Oh my God. Oh, hope nobody's. Oh, I've been waiting no... in for a couple hours. I don't know where everyone is. So it's just a, so it's just, but, and I understand because there are dudes who just can't control that primal part of themselves. Like and when so I was playing, like I was in the gym. Like I was in the gym, it's like I like it's like I, it's always this internal battle when like some female there, and it's not, and it, I feel so bad because like yeah. my higher self is saying I don't I, I don't want to look, sure. I don't want to just make her uncomfortable with that. Like the primal, like go on in, go on in, get you a peek, get you. I say no, <laughs> we're not doing that today. We're not gonna oh. do that. We're not we're not gonna make make. So I end up just being like this. I said then I start thinking like, do I look like I'm trying to not look? And she may think I'm really looking, but I'm not looking, but I'm really mm. not trying to look. I, you could just work out. I don't want to bother. I don't want to do it. Then your anxiety brain kicks in to make up for the <laughs> adrenaline brain. I see. And and then and then I'd be thinking like, it's, I said, it's because those dudes, because my thing is they have to be on guard because yeah. dudes, there are, there. you don't know which dude. You do not know one. which one is the freaking serial killer. You don't know which one. Yeah, there's, it, it's because, all bad. because the person that like you think like the um, the Green River Killer, they yeah. don't look like threats at all. Ted Bundy, Ted Bundy, he was a cutie. 
um what was this i was just watching the night stalker <laughs> oh richard on ramirez Netflix. i was like I, like, I like serial like, killers not like them they're bad okay but i i do keep up <laughs> like i saw um uh jeffrey dahmer yeah um and it's like he's pretty attractive as was. a gay man if i was alive was. in his was if i was alive <laughs> in his area i probably would have been scooped up i i'm not gonna lie i would have went home like, he was a, he looks very charming uh, but you're not, but you're not attracted to his serial killing because you don't know he's he's killing exactly. a child. He's like, oh, he's a good looking. He guy. looked like he's a cute little strong. nerd. Like he's kind of nerdy. He wasn't like built. He looks like he couldn't hurt a fly. Oh, he, he, <laughs> he hurt was, many flies. He was, <laughs> he was hurting all the flies. Now I'm, I don't. I think I'm gonna title this dating a serial killer. Dating I don't, a I don't, serial I, killer. Jagazus his dream. <laughs> Jeffrey's dream is to be with Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> yes, please make it happen. Oh, so, no. I just have a random question here I wrote down. Pineapples yeah. on pizza. Oh, okay. I'm sorry if this is going to offend people, but yes. Always pineapples on pizza. I actually was just in a huge battle about this last night because I got a Little Caesars pizza and I haven't had Little Caesars in years. I didn't know they had hawaiian pizza and i was really craving pepperoni so it was a hard choice and then i got into a fight about that also on someone else's tiktok video as i was eating the pizza pineapple pizza is rather delicious okay thank you god it's Oof. it's it's not i couldn't eat a whole pizza of it because after a sure. while it started the taste started bothering me but like two or three sure. slices I, I can enjoy i don't i don't hate it i've yeah. eaten macaroni pizza i, I really can't same say much. <laughs> Same. No. Uh, who is it? John's Incredible Pizza. I don't know if you have that over there, but it's a chain out here. They make the most random pizza concoctions. One of them is mac and cheese, but they had like some god awful one where it was like it was still regular marinara pizza sauce, but then they put like cinnamon toast crunch on top or something. It was atrocious, but uh, they tried it. They tried a whole bunch of things. <laughs> I did it. It was the one I got <laughs> the one I got was from um, CC's Pizza. Okay. I've never had that. You never had CC's Pizza? No. I mean, I've seen commercials, but I'd, I've never oh, cared to go eat? out of my way. It's $6. You just going to eat cardboard with ketchup on it? Come on. Well, here's the other thing. Like, I don't drive, and that would require me to drive somewhere instead of them drive pizza to me. Oh. That's a deal breaker. Oh. <laughs> You're you're in you're in LA? Uh no, I just actually moved back home from LA. But okay. I was in LA for like ten years. Oh, okay. Never never got a license. And then I started having like seizures. It's a whole thing. Oh don't don't do this to me. It's okay. It's all good. Don't, don't they're not this. they're not like grand mal seizures and they're not like permanent. They don't even call them seizures because they can't really define it. So as long as I don't have one for two year periods, then I can go get a license, but I just never have cared to. Oh, it's just demons. That's all it is. It's the demons. <laughs> you just you're yeah. just suffering from demons. I was just joking about that. Imagine if I get a good exorcism, would... I could turn straight. I could drive. Oh my god! You, I should look into you, it. <laughs> you should look into it and see what's going on. This is, I'm pretty sure it's a. I watching. Well, speaking of demons, I was watching some priest talk about getting demons out, and it's just. I just, I don't have. Is it weird that I kind of want to do it though? Like, I want to go to an exorcism and I just want somebody to perform all the rituals, all the rites, so I could just understand what it's like. But without like having that, that actual commitment to the process, I don't think anything would happen. It's like if you don't want to be hypnotized, you're not going to be hypnotized. Yeah. I think the same thing is at play. I, but it would be fun. I don't have. Do you have any? Um... Uh, extracurricular beliefs in terms of like 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 when i when i finally just became atheist a lot of mm -hmm. things i used to think about don't bother me anymore like i yeah. sleep with my feet hanging off the bed now okay like like i uh, used to think about things pulling me and sure. now it's just like i know even when the thought pops up i'm like it's nothing there so i don't care yeah yeah like I, so i don't know because like i'm not i wouldn't call myself like a hard atheist um so, like, I'm still very 
very much into like energy like i want to consider myself spiritual but like you know i think everything has like a chi or or some kind of driving life force um and like i've had weird experiences in the past growing up i've always been a little like woohoo i come from a line of witches uh okay. on my african side and so oh. i've always just been like a little little in touch with the other realm but i don't necessarily think that they are dead people in an afterlife coming to visit us i believe much more <laughs> in like energy signatures that get left in time and space like an imprint i i am i am ultimate future guy i am ready and willing to have my consciousness uploaded into a computer in a heartbeat I, oh my god if they I, did it tomorrow i would be first in line if they let me do it for free obviously but i would be like yep <laughs> sign me up for the pilot but i think i I've, i i had about i'm not anywhere smart enough to do this or even have the way to do it but i would assume all you have to do the main purpose me the only thing that is mm -hmm. me is my brain right everything everything else function is to make sure me up here is still working once sure. you get like some mechanicals to replace the heart and the lungs that then, then we're good yeah Until just build yourself piece by piece just like you know like a tattoo instead of getting a tattoo every couple of years just go get a new organ just yeah. until you turn into a cyborg see we could be doing that but they don't want to do that yeah they don't let you electively get a new heart and that's really rude <laughs> unless you're um unless you're um what's that one guy rockefeller guy or some guy he had like seven heart transplants or something really? like that he did now, so okay. he, was one of those, he was one of those really so, rich. It didn't work out well. Like <laughs> he went through seven. Hours. There's there's a few. I've watched some like futurist documentaries where there's people who are just chasing after that dream of uh you know inevitability or non I don't know what you would call it not dying. <laughs> and I I'm jealous of them. I wish I had that kind of money to be able to throw random treatments into my body but i know because we're in the we're because we're we're in the worst we're at the worst time period to die in and why is <laughs> I that say that because we know what we're gonna miss out on uh, <laughs> if you, you died are correct in, you are if correct. you died in 1701 you didn't know that we'll be doing this right absolutely but I mean, you could argue at 1701, they'd be like, dude, they just invented that wheel with a stick and you can hit it. Like, we haven't even got one yet. You can't miss out. God, it's never going to get better than this stick wheel. Uh, true. 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 That. But there, there is a saying that I've heard different scientists say where they say there's people being born today who will live forever because this is it was actually a couple of years ago, probably like 10 years ago when I started hearing this get thrown around. But they said we're at a point with exponential science that people being born in between the years like 2005 and up are they have a chance of being the first humans to ever live forever. And I was like, what about me? And they're like, you just missed it. You'll be like 80 when that discovery comes through. You'd probably be, you're going to be, be, be too old like for this. them to try. <laughs> well, you'll be just like this. I just close it. We got the care for. <laughs> and maybe. Maybe there's another way. Maybe we can uh, kickstart it by just donating to them on GoFundMe. Maybe we can <laughs> save ourselves that way. I have some. I have some stuck on my toe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Where are you going?" Uh, the um, you just. I, I was right there. I was going to tell you something, and I. The worst. Oh, oh man, it was right there. It was good. Too. Well, we were talking about futurists. Talk we we're talking about kids living forever now. If they're rich, um, oh, it's right. It's it's almost there. Kids. Uploading consciousness, brain is what controls you. Yourself is stored inside your brain. You have the id. It's gone. Okay. <laughs> it's gone. Fair enough. It's it, uh, it floated away. That's that's the old <laughs> age because now I'm staring at forty. What happens yeah. at forty? I don't know. It's it's over. Like my back 30s. is already shot. Yeah, I've been thirty oh, for it's... less than a year, and like I cannot oh, like, sit up straight. Yeah, oh, it's I, downhill from here. It, it just like out of nowhere, just boop. There oh. goes your back. It's downhill from here. It's down here. You're gonna wake up and be thirty-five, and then you. As long as I don't lose my hair, okay. This is almost. the thing we really need to worry about. I have all my hair still, and that's all that's important for now. I'm single. I have not dated anyone for 10 years, Tyler. I have been single since I was 21. 
And if I do not find a boyfriend or a husband before I lose my hair, I don't know what I'm going to do. Why do you think I'm on TikTok? Maybe. It's not to educate. It's to find a boyfriend. <laughs> you have been single as long as I have been in a relationship. Wow. Rub it in. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. I'm She's decent, you know. Okay, good. She's, you know, she's You'll decent. keep her for she, now? I'll keep her for now. I don't have any. I'm too lazy to do it. I'm too, like I tell her, I'm too lazy to start over. You know, we already, it takes we already a have a... I really, we already have like once you poop in front of somebody, it's like, <laughs> come on, I don't want to, I don't want to have to start the whole pretend like, like when she first started dating, using using the bathroom early in the morning before I mm. wake up. I know you're in there pooping, but you know, I don't sure. want to go through that anymore. Just, just, just poop. <laughs> I, yes, I mean, there's probably people that you could find that are into it from the start, but that's a different story. It's yeah, we different... kind of got in it real early because <laughs> I think she, um. <laughs> she had drunk. <laughs> I told her I was gonna tell people this. She had um she was taking a she was had a job and she wanted to do a detox, you know, clean mm-hmm. system out, you know. Mm-hmm. And she drank one of those Accuberry detox shakes and it activated. Oh, and no. She didn't make it. <gasps> well, she made it to the bathroom, but not to the toilet. Not all the way there. Yeah. I've was never, I don't know if you'll believe me, but I have never, not since I was five or older, I've never pooped my pants. Oh. Not even like. Rag, why don't you, I, sir? I know, not even sharded. I've never, I've never just like had like a real wet one. I'm just, I'm pretty clenched, I guess. Okay. Brag, it's because I've been you? single for 10 years. No, I'm joking. <laughs> this is a PGR rated podcast. <laughs> It's not. You can say whatever. Okay, but, um, one time I um I went to Walmart and I didn't. I trusted what I thought was gonna be a fart, and it wasn't. Mm. So I had to drive home like that, only to find out I had no toilet paper when I got That's there. That's the thing about me. Okay, so I know this is gonna get way too TMI, but like I don't, I don't fart. I I literally will go out of my way to hold it in until I'm at a toilet. And I don't know where that trauma comes from, but like I don't like the noise of it. The noise bothers me. Smells don't, but like when somebody else just farts, I'm like, I get misophobic and like the noise crawls down my spine. Always have have been like that. Hmm. I have a confession. Well, I used to hold, I don't know how we got to. The, the bowel movements, but we're here. And we're gonna go, and we're going all the way with it. <laughs> I used to hold mine for an incredibly long time as a kid because mm. I just didn't like the sensation of, of pooping. Oh no, Tyler's super so, straight. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I so learned. straight, my own poop doesn't go in my butt. <laughs> I but I learned after holding for nearly two weeks. No. I would, um, it was. Did you have to go uh, to the hospital? No, it, it was a that's lot. That's like dangerous. That, that's that's like could kill you. Toxic septic shock. It was like a week and a half, but it it was it it hurt, and oh, I, I never bet. did it again. Oh yeah, because it ran <laughs> it ran out of steam halfway. Oh no! <laughs> and I was crying a little bit, and then oh, after no. that, I just been. I said, I'll never do that again. Well. I'm so glad that you've healed from this experience and that you're able to function with all your functions. No, no, no. Oh, here's another thing. This yeah. I want. I I had this conversation and I've been wanting to talk to you about this for a while. So, like, if anybody I want to tell this to, I want to tell it to him. Okay. One, because one, because you're gay, yeah. <laughs> but it's not because you're gay. But <laughs> this is this has been my um, opinion. Like, about I'll see I'll see people who are very homophobic you say very and they just talk about it and i'm and i'm looking at it like it's really not that much different from just having a friend the only difference is you just have sex that's the Mm -hmm. only separation because there are homophobic dudes who have had friends for 20 plus years sure. who would do any you're in a relationship with this person you're building a bond and i said yeah. like that's all that's that's all it is yeah that 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 extra part don't matter 
right? So I always found it weird. And then you, because you look at it's very weird. It's, it's, and then it's also those people who are very brotherly. I've noticed a lot. Like, you know, you'll have those guys who are like, that's my brother. I die for him. I'm like, you're not blood. But they're able to adopt somebody into their family as long as there's no touching. Or sometimes there's touching. There's a lot of fooling around sometimes. But they're the ones who are definitely the homophobic ones who don't understand that you can have love for another man without it being gay is what I was going to say. But then sometimes it is gay. So it's okay. (laughs) But for my opinion, my my thing is like, I don't, it's the, I don't, I don't see nothing like I don't see like like it's hard for me to like whenever they, it's like well, I hate when it's like when people do labels now yeah. it's always feels weird to me because it makes it sound like you're some type of different species or <laughs> something else I'm like no no that those those are just two humans that want to be together right right that's, that's it and then they they'll say oh well can't put us here to populate I said no we're good mm, we are like, way populated say, job successful we're good. <laughs> But then they'll say, then they'll say, it's not natural. I'm like, no, it happened, so it's natural. <laughs> I I wish I still had the stats. I used to memorize these because uh, when I was in high school, I ran my GSA or like, I didn't start it, but I was there like six months into it when the president left. So like, I was always, and being the only uh, gay kid, uh, I used to have stats and numbers and be like, there's forty five thousand animal species that exhibit. You know what I mean? Um, I used to have hardcore data to throw at people. And maybe I should get that going again for TikTok. I'm just be like, here's your numbers. Let them. It's no. It's my thing. Like, if it's happening, it's normal. Like, yeah. I, I mean, like, 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 it's. I mean, like, like, it's like even if it were reason. say like a mental condition, it would still be normal because it exists. So if there are people doing it, and people have always been doing it, and people come to that decision on their own terms, that makes it natural. Yeah, I feel like schizophrenia it's a, is natural, even if you don't think it's the like, best for you. I feel like if we're looking at humans in terms of just a species trying to populate stuff and maintain mm-hmm. like like being gay seems like a necessary thing to do because yeah. everybody can't just let's like just like some women can't have kids. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't do everything. Absolutely. Or it'll be bad for us. So it's, I said, like, and that's the leading theory of like why gay people exist, which is so weird to think about. To save us all, <laughs> but to save you, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean the leading theory among like anthropologists and genealogists and evolutionists. Don't think that's a word, but that's their leading theory. <laughs> is we essentially tap down the population, and it's a way of Mother Nature recorrecting the gene pool uh and reason why we think it's an evolutionary benefit is because with every child that you have the probability of that next child being gay goes up because they notice hormone spikes during pregnancy when the placenta is thinner because each time your placenta gets thinner and thinner so more of the estrogen from the mother passes on to a male child during that developmental stage your brain kind of recortexes in a different way also not a scientific term but each time it goes from like 5% chance to 10% chance to 20% chance. And you're just making your sons gayer and gayer each time. <laughs> and the reason is because you have too many kids. So stop. Cause now we're just all going to be oh, repopulating I, I, and the gay one used yeah. to stay behind and help raise the family, raise all the other kids that you just made. Yeah. yeah. We just need y'all to stay here. Just. And we call people up. on their bull. <laughs> There's, there's straight people running around all willy nilly, just throwing things and making spears. Ugh, there needs to be a gay like, one saying, "Can we stop? Put down the spear and talk." <laughs> yeah, I had. Uh, it's a, it's a tough, tough world we live in. You know, times are changing. You know, and the, one of the problem is we have so many generations existing at the same time. Exactly, and they're vastly different. Yep, like. And they hold on to power for too long. Whatever happened to retirement? Like, no offense to our current president, but, like, he wouldn't... 50 years ago, they wouldn't have let anybody over the age of 60 become president. They, I think they should should be an age limit. You can't. Yeah. You the age on both ends. Yeah. (laughs) Like, not too old, not too young. Exactly. And I always tell people the best president should be atheist. 
Absolutely. And that's what I was going to say, too, is we're not we're not in a world where we need to be at the moment because it's such a stigma to have an atheist in office for whatever reason. But if you, the same reason I don't necessarily want somebody being too old is not because I'm ageist. It's not because I don't think they're competent at the job. I think it's because they don't know and don't have enough drive to affect things long term if they're not planning on being around here to see that change. And that yeah. that takes away some of the motivation to do an exceedingly good job at planning for three generations from now in my head. Um, Th- that's that. And then the same thing for Christians. You look at hardcore evangelical Christians and the reason why they don't care about global warming is because they're convinced they will not be here to deal with global warming. A, they think they're just going to be in heaven and everything's great if you die. So why not die tomorrow? That's fine. B, because they think Jesus is coming back in a week because Biden got elected. That's obviously a sign. (laughs) So why would they care to put in policy when they're only worried about right now? Oh my god. So yeah, for that reason, it should be like a 40-year-old atheist. Ta-da. Yes, that is t- stay out of here. Mm-hmm. Stay out of here. That was the age limit. Really? That, nice. that was the age limit like like 40 cuz that's around the time when you get well, you like, you know, you 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 ain't with the nonsense as much no more. Yeah. But but you but you, oh, but you like you still got a little little skin in the game. Yeah, Biden you have the knowledge, have you've learned some things, you've seen some things, but you're still kicking. Yeah. Biden doesn't have any more skin in the game. <laughs> like he's got me. Yeah. I'm not trying to put a, a doomsday clock on him, but like, come on, 10, you know. 10 years at the most. Yeah. I was like, listening I mean, to a podcast being... the other day and I can't remember who it was. Oh no. I think it was Bill Maher. Actually, I was watching Bill Maher and they're like talking about his interview that he did recently. Biden is uh, Biden's interview. And they're like, they asked him if he plans on running in 2024, but that was more of just a polite way to ask him if he's going to be alive. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, pretty much though, like poor guy. But I like, I hope nothing bad happens to him, but it's, it's life. Life happens. Yeah. Like, you You, know, you should enjoy it. You should be off relaxing with your grandkids right now. You shouldn't want to be working full time. (laughs) Yes. You should be ending out your life. It's like people rooting for Trump 2024. I'm like, come on. Just as old. He's he's <laughs> seventy four. Yeah. Four, so you want a seventy eight year old? Come on. He got. He really. He didn't. He, I had people too. I, I watched a lot of people be like, "Oh, Bernie's gonna get him next time," and it's like, it's it, this was his last time. Like, let's let's be real. He's not going out anywhere not, in four years. Come on, let's not. Let's. He has the mittens on. <laughs> he has his mittens on. <laughs> that was his act of resignation. Just arms crossed. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. I ain't playing this no more. I'm about to. I'm about to hang out with Betty White. Hey, the, oh, I the, love Betty the, White. I always She's a have treasure. a theory. I have a theory that the reason, um, the the price to keep Betty White alive gave us Trump, COVID. <laughs> so, Do you think so? Because I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. Like I love Betty, but I, mean, I don't know if I loved her that much. The price. The price is high to keep her alive, and we got. And I, and I need to tell Betty, you need to let go, so we. <laughs> I was gonna say, can we can we have a meeting about this next time? Like, can she ask us instead of the cabal making these decisions? Ugh, the cabals. The... That's the other thing it's I was gonna fun. get onto with Trump. I'm a Golden Girl. I'm a Golden Girls fan. Of course, who isn't? I, I, lo- I don't. I don't sh- apparently, everybody else does it. It's like Golden Girls kind of making a little comeback now. Oh well, because they put it on Hulu, so now all the yeah. younger kids are finding it. Mm-hmm. It's a really great show. It's so good. Really, a really. They tackled some hard subjects in there too. They they did, and yeah, they, and they tackled race, mm-hmm. sexuality, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, women, yeah, rights in there. They did it all, yeah. and I said, like, these are some. These I I love um, Sophia. That's my that's my main gal. <laughs> You see him. You see him right there. Oh my gosh! I didn't. I saw that you had Funkos, but I didn't see who. Oh, this is that's um, cute. You know, this is this is Tom Wellen. Who's Tom know. Wellen? Oh, oh, um, it's a guy I'm dating in my fantasy. Okay, fair. <laughs> he plays. He played Clark Kent on um on um Smallville. Oh, Tom Wellington. Yes. No. 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 It's Welling. I say Welling Wellington because you're right. That's not his name. Welling. Oh my gosh, 
I know. Okay. Why did I forget that? That was like that was like my gay revelation as a kid. Like that's like that's probably yeah, sorry. He's my that's one of the things my, that did it. But Kristen Krug, just as gorgeous, and the two of them on screen together was like probably when I hit puberty. Like leave I was forced into it. You leave him alone. He's it's okay. Alone. I'd be happy with Kristen. <laughs> Kristen. I Kristen? can't stand her. Kristen. Really? Kirsten, oh my Kirsten. god! I would go straight no, I, I, for Kristen. What? But it's nothing to do with her. It's just more. It's more so like because I'm really I'm obsessed with the show. Like Got when it. I. How did I, you feel I'm, then when the whole Allison Mack stuff happened? Was that like soul breaking? <laughs> the first the it's the first my first thought was if I would have known she had a cult I would have joined. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because I, I like Allison Mack like that. Yeah. And then and then it's like watching the show is weird now because I'm like, look at you. Yeah. You about you don't even know right you here. You don't even know, girl. And it's funny because you watch her and watching her character on the mm-hmm. show kind of follow that same path a little bit. For, had a little she arc kind of like that. Yeah. Kind of like how she went with that. I'm like, oh, it makes the character even better. Just like watching like I um like um Lex Luthor. Michael Rosenbaum, like I follow his podcast, and he has hair. Okay, so yes, he does. Yeah, <laughs> I learned that the hard way. To. Yeah, it takes a while to get used to him, but ha- watching his podcast and him having Tom Welling on and just being obsessed with them makes the characters on the show even better mm-hmm. because, like, oh, they're so almost similar, like their characters, but they're not the character because I'm not, I'm not that crazy person that sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sees sure. them on. <laughs> Come here, Lex Luthor. <laughs> but I, it makes the show. I worked so I did background when I was in LA. So I worked on like different productions. Um, I feel like I'm gonna just bring this up. It's like my name drop, but it's not. I'm not trying to, but I have drop to because they always present themselves the most random way. So like once that I was on, I don't even remember what it was. It was probably like a pilot that never got picked up. But Michael Rosenbaum was on the show. <sighs> Maybe it was a movie. I think it was a movie. But he was in it and nobody, nobody could convince me for like two hours until I heard his name that it was him because I was so used to him not having hair. And when I said I found out he had hair the hard way, like that, that's it. Because I was like, that's not him. That's not him. That's not him. They had to like, we were fighting over it to the point where we were just going to walk over and ask him if it was him. <laughs> I love Michael Rosenbaum. He's cool. I do. He's a cool guy. I do his podcast because his podcast he deals with anxiety and all that stuff too, and that's what that's what actually prompted me to re- revamp myself and come out as myself. Sure. On because I have my little my little coming out as as well. You mm-hmm. know, I used to be a undercover. Um, undercover. No, no, undercover. Yeah. You know, like I had a different. I I think I say the same story all the time and mm-hmm. be like i hear you say the same thing to everybody <laughs> <laughs> but i um i went through a period like between high right after high school you try to find yourself yeah and you try to figure out who you are so you try to adapt with what you think you're supposed to be and i thought i start trying to adapt some of the the hyper masculinity things that i thought i needed to of do of course like 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 we go out gotta look for girls i'm like ah i'm really not that type of person so i find myself and and, and then when i and, and even in doing that i thought over the years that i was a good guy mm-hmm. then i start looking back and i said like you wasn't a, you just wasn't as worse as everybody else but you wasn't you were far from a good guy yeah and, yeah. Like, oh, and that's so a hard bad. revelation but like it's something that everyone needs to come to everyone needs to have kind of that moment of recognition and then there's the people who don't they don't have the emotional intelligence to recognize that and that's how we get into some bad situations as a species so it's good that you came to that recognition be like no i was kind of a dick (laughs) like my like my like my first like the first friend who who was gay like we was cool it was cool all the time and i was I, I i i hate that i hate now that i had that feeling mm-hmm. of just um not wanting to necessarily be seen with him out of the <clears> feel <throat> oh they're gonna they're gonna think i'm gay too yeah if they see me with him it was a societal feel, thing not him necessarily and i and i and i keep looking back and i said like this dude's then over time 
it just kind of, I just, over time, I kind of stopped caring. And one of the things that, that shifted everything for me at that point mm-hmm. was my friend had said something to me. He said, gay people got taste too. <laughs> I don't know. As, I don't know why as simple as that was my, it's like my head to say, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so I've definitely always... had people I have to establish from the start. Like I would never try to touch you because X, Y, Z is wrong with you. And then they'd be like, because this is okay. We cool. Because now. It's, it's this idea that just because, just because you like men doesn't mean you want every single man yeah. that you see. It's as if you don't have any, like, like it's not just the sex. They just happen to be attracted to this. They're like they, you know what? You the greatest them. phrase. I'm gonna butcher it, but I heard this really butcher. good thing that I saw on a Tumblr once, and it's like. Uh, homophobia exists because men are afraid of being treated the way that they treat women. Hmm. And that's exactly what it is. People are homophobic and afraid of being hit on by a guy or don't want to be looked at by a guy or be around a guy. Well, (laughs) how do you think every woman that walks near you feels, sir? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't feel great, does it? Hmm? To be treated like me? Well, Long story short, <laughs> me and him used to always end up being the last people. He used to be like, if I was in the club mm-hmm. at the end, he was always me and him was always walking back. We end up always walking back to base together. I didn't care. Sure, I didn't care at all. Sure, by the end, but as soon as other people are around, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> other people around, other people around. I'm like, like I fell asleep in his room one night, Ooh. and and I, <laughs> and then your grandma called and was like. Where yeah, are you yeah. sleeping tonight? <laughs> oh, I'm sleeping in my gay homeboy's room. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'm not coming out. <laughs> but, 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 at the time, I cared. Yeah. But now I see how I wish I could travel back in time mm-hmm. and and be this person. Mm-hmm. Then, because I said like, because by me, even though I'm not like actively out there, just spewing bad things yeah. and just you, you know yeah. I, I said like me just being embarrassed to be around be around them isn't helping of it's course making not. it worse of course not yeah no that's so. well i'm glad you recognize that i'm glad you're in a better place that reminds me of um like that's at least like a good thing to regret like do you have anything that is just like the stupidest regret that you ever have or it doesn't make sense um, for example, like something that haunts you. I'll start first. Uh, so something that haunts me, it'll come out of nowhere. Even as a 30-year-old man, I'll be sitting there like, oh, God, I feel so bad about that. And it it sticks in my brain for like two or three hours. So when I was like, let's say 11 or 12, I my mom works at a radio station. So they do little mm-hmm. pop-up tent events at different businesses, a remote. So they say, come on down and see blah, blah, blah station here over at the car wash. And so I was there for one of those. And this nice DJ was like, you know what? I got something for you. And he handed me a CD and it was Savage Garden's second CD. And he was like, you can have that. And I I was like, "Um, no, I love Savage Garden, but I only like the first CD. This CD is crap. And he just looked like, okay, you don't have to have it. And then I was like, thank you. And my mom was like, that was so rude. Say you're sorry. And like, I was like, I just don't like that CD. I'm not going to listen to it. And she's like, no, but you just take it. It's a gift. And so I, I told him, sorry. Kills me. I think about that moment out of nowhere. I'll be sitting there eating ice cream on my couch. I'm like, oh, God, I feel so bad for what I said to that guy. Why? Where does that regret come from? <laughs> oh, man. one, I want to address Savage Garden. Yes. Right? I love Savage Garden. I do love the yes. second album now. I just didn't love it at 10. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, You know, we just those main two songs on the radio were brought you in. Yeah, yeah. I only yeah, wanted yeah. Truly so, Madly yeah. Deeply, and that was on the first one. <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are the only ones you really want right there. Um, I think one for me... Mm, this ain't really a... Oh, man. I have... I have me, you know, I have anxiety brain, so Same. I have so many to, so many to choose from. <laughs> I can choose from the one time. I, it's a whole stretch of period from between eight, the age of eighteen. I'm just gonna eighteen to twenty three. 
Okay, so we're choosing a whole pivotal life moment. Okay. <laughs> because I adopted what I thought what was supposed to be my identity. So mm. if you would have, like I tell people, if people saw me on the street mm -hmm. between those ages, they're like, oh, that guy's probably in a street gang. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. But, but I. So you're pe peacocking as like a. I don't yeah. want to say necessarily even gangster, just but like a badass, being like, "Oh yeah, look at I'm yeah. thug, I'm hard." Yeah, and I, I think I um, what was it? Oh, I almost got in a fight with somebody, and every time I think about it, I just get embarrassed mm -hmm. about because I was talking big, and I'm like, you know, if that would have went any further, you would have been so. I was just. And I just and it makes me cringe just seeing myself yeah. be that person. Yeah. <laughs> and it's everywhere. Just oh see, and like that's what they say, live with no regrets. But it's 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 impossible as a self-aware person. But it is strange I, how that moment still haunts you, even though you didn't get into a fight, right? So it didn't even happen. And so you're no, still I, having this embarrassment over something that you chose not to do in the first place. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking that that guy is still thinking about that moment and he's not probably he's, he's not don't even remember. oh god you know he's not neither is the dj the dj would not know me from adam now like he he wouldn't what remember this message, situation i remember you i remember you <laughs> you're the savage <laughs> garden guest i pop up on his for you page and he was like yeah i've been waiting for this moment my life.